you are about to enter Chuck versus the podcast, the place for people who love Chuck and the people who work on Chuck. The only show that takes you behind the scenes with the stars. Yvonne Strahovski. Zachary Levi. Joshua Gomez. Ryan McFarland. Adam Baldwin. Sarah Lancaster. Interactive interviews. Julia Lane. Phil Clemmer. All the cast. Dixon High. Tony Hale. Scott Krinsky. Mark Christopher Lawrence. Anita Federici. Fun hosts. This is Mel. This is Liz. Now you can see how wacko we are. The writers. Allie Adler. Scott Rosenbaum. Zev Farrow. The editors. Matt Barber. Jeff Granville. Kevin Mock. Contests. We are giving away a Chuck press kit. The directors. Jason Norman Buckley. The guest stars. Steve Austin. Kristen Griff. The music. This is Tim Jones. Guest hosts. I'm Kaylee from Toronto. Conventions. Lights come up and here comes Jeffster out on stage. Set visits. This is the guy right here. And much more. Are you ready? This is great. This is Mel. This is Liz. And we want to welcome you to Chuck versus the Podcast, episode 79 for Thursday, February 3rd, 2011. We have an amazing episode of Chuck to discuss, but first, we've got to get the news out of the way. So, first of all, the fast overnight ratings are in, and somehow, Chuck hit a season low with last night's amazing episode, Chuck versus the pu- Push Mix. It pulled in a 1.7 in the 18 to 49 demo with approximately 5.5 million viewers tuning in. And I'm, I honestly think that the winter storm hitting um, was, was largely to blame. I mean, a number of reasons that could be um, because the Cape also hit a series low with a 1.5 rating. And uh, Harry's Law bounced back with a 2.1, but Mel had a great point uh, in an email earlier that that that's the later part of the evening. And, and so the early part of the evening, people were probably stocking up, going shopping. I know we certainly were gassing up the car, getting ready for the impending uh, storm. It's hitting all over. It's hitting here in Canada, hitting all of the northern states. Um, I, I honestly think that that's what was to blame. But what do you guys think? Uh, that's what I'm standing by. I well, I people calling me and you know emailing me saying if you don't have to go out, if you don't have to go to the store, don't. Or my sister, can I get you anything? I'm at the store and it's packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, gas stations. There were lines out the street and just you know this horrible panic. And then the pictures coming through of empty shelves in the stores and <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. It was- and mm-hmm. we are literally snowed in. Yeah. And it's the same all the way as south here as Kansas. It was we got off work early on Monday, thank goodness. So I was able to run by the store and grab what I needed and get home mm-hmm. before the big rush. But my friend who lives across the street from the grocery store told me that it was just it was jammed until around eight o'clock last night mm-hmm. uh, or on Monday night with yeah. people getting their bread and milk. So yeah, that's what I think it was. Is you know people getting out and getting their stuff and getting ready to hunker down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry too much. NBC looks at the overall numbers. They don't look at just one night. And uh, I I think it's pretty obvious that this was just a blip. Yeah. I'm willing to DVR numbers are for this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm willing to bet over the next few days, those numbers are going to climb because no one can go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Businesses are shut down. I mean, my business is shut down tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, know. we're off for two days. Yeah, it's just unheard of for us, but it's it's that bad. So, mm-hmm. yep. 
Well, moving on, the Twit Change auction that uh, you would have remembered from last autumn was a huge success, and they're going to do it again. Mm-hmm. Zachary Levi is participating once again. He has four different options up for bid, including a follow, a retweet, and a mention on his Twitter account. Proceeds benefit Operation Once in a Lifetime, whose mission is to make the dreams of soldiers and their families come true by providing free financial and morale support. And you can go to twitchange.com to find Zach's auction and bid on him. Mm-hmm. Very cool. He was one of the top two uh, uh, highest bid earners. I don't know how to say that. Mm-hmm. He, he was one of the top two that raised the most money last time, so we'll see how that works again. Mm-hmm. Chuck fans mobilize. Chuck fans are good at charity. Uh, that's one thing i got to say. Yes, they are. Yeah. And we had a terrific response for the first ever Chuck Fashion Column. So it looks like it's here to stay and there's going to be more mm-hmm. this week's. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I love this week's uh, feature as well because it we featured um, Ellie's two wedding dresses along with those kick butt boots that Sarah wore that caused so much uh, lust out there, especially among us women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. There's some men out there that are whatever. <laughs> but you can find that all you can find that all at Chuck Fashion Column at ChuckTV.net. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that I have a beer on the podcast. Moosehead for all those Canadians out there. And I want to toast Sarah Lancaster. We heard just uh, recently that our own Ellie Bartowski married her boyfriend of two years, attorney Matthew Jacobs, on Saturday and confirmed to people that she's expecting their first child later this year. So we want to extend very happy congratulations to the happy couple. And also, um, I did hear as well that uh, Josh Schwartz and Chris Fedak have confirmed that this will not be part of the story. They're going to work around it. So, um, yeah, similar to what's happened. On, yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be too hard, especially because I think the timing is perfect because they're they're going to wrap shooting just as she starts to show and then they won't be shooting again. And it, hopefully they could just they won't have too many episodes that they have to work around it. Um, mm-hmm. a, a bit of trivia is the first season of Greatest American Hero was affected by something similar. Uh, Connie, oh. Connie Selica was was fully pregnant in the first season of Greatest American Hero. And if you if you watch that season most of the shots of her are are close shots of her face and literally if you were to pan down she's like got a big baby inside her so <laughs> they, they, yeah they can do it yeah yes life imitates art congratulations to sarah and her new husband yeah yep now i have no idea how i could possibly segue from that into this episode <laughs> Well, it, it babies, is a push mix. Ray, yeah, babies. baby. Yeah, babies. Um, Chuck versus the push mix, I thought was an awesome, awesome episode. Um, I do have to open the discussion by saying um, I I regret the fact that Josh Schwartz and, and Chris Fedak uh, pumped it up so much and specifically told us to, that the, what was going to happen in the last 10 minutes was going to be so epic that it was going to eclipse everything that had come before in the entire series. And when you use those kinds of words, I think it it's immediately setting up for disappointment. But even so, I thought it was an incredibly strong episode. What, what did you guys think? Well, I thought that he should have said the the first 50 minutes 
were what Eclipse, what we'd seen before. I thought the first, I, I really liked the last 10 minutes, I did, but the first 50 minutes are what I would call epic, mm-hmm. where they're, they're working to bring down Volkov and, you know, and if you go back and watch again and you see Chuck's plan in action, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is kind of set up like a, a pace, like a, um, a leverage episode. Yeah. Plotted out like a leverage episode where, um, you know, they have some elaborate con going on and you don't, you can kind of pick up that there's some things happening, but you don't really know what's happening until the big payoff. Mm-hmm. And that's what was going on in this episode for, for me anyway. When I went back and watched knowing what the ultimate payoff was, I was able to see all the little clues that they had planted for us. You know, I picked up on a couple the first time around, but mm-hmm. uh, rewatching, you can really see how layered this episode is and just how well written it was, in my opinion. It really, especially the, the first, like I said, the first 50 minutes, I thought, lived up to the epic um, word that they like to throw around. Mm-hmm. But I, again, though, I thought the, the last 10 minutes were very good. I was, I mean, oh, yeah. Proposal was just, oh, did my, my little romantic heart good. <laughs> I, loved, I loved the way they portrayed that, that it was just, it was such a private, intimate moment between the two of them. We mm-hmm. didn't even hear what was being said, but we could tell what yeah. was being said and, and that, you know, that she accepted and, I really loved how they did that. Yeah, yeah, and and we were talking before the podcast about how it, this this could actually have been the series finale uh, if they didn't get uh, get the back nine and if they didn't get a renewal for the next uh, season. And I think it would have been a, one of the strongest uh, series finales that I would have would have seen, if I can put it that way. It would have been yeah, good. I think. Yeah, I think um, for me, I. <laughs> The last 10 minutes didn't, I don't know, I didn't hear too much about what was going on out there. I kind of stayed away mm-hmm. because um, I didn't, I just don't, I don't want to, I don't want it spoiled for myself. So, <laughs> uh, I, the last 10 minutes to me, for me, were breathless. I was just, I couldn't breathe. I wow. couldn't exhale. Um, I, I didn't see any of that coming, um, what happened, and you know, I didn't think that I was that dumb when it came to this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm watching this last night and I'm going, what, what did, wait, what did Chuck do? Uh, I don't get it. And then, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. I, you know, the thing, attracted, and they said that the 10, the 10 minutes start when Volkov says solution. Mm-hmm. And that's, so I guess technically, you know, we get the the big payoff during that last ten minutes. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that does count as epic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Liz, I was the same. I was as that was all going down. I was like, <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. Oh, what? <laughs> well, I, I think that actually raises a good point though, because um, I I think that if I hadn't have heard jo- Josh Schwartz say the last ten minutes, da 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 da, I th- mm-hmm. I think that if I would have probably enjoyed it just a hair more i mean i love the episode but i think that that i i wouldn't have been hindered at all if if it hadn't been for that um i i did hear uh some reaction that was split about the episode and and one of the things that uh someone brought up was that it was so easy for sarah when uh mary bartowski had been trying for 20 years to to do this um 
I didn't have a problem with that, especially because they were working together. Um, yeah. Mar- Mary Bartowski knew his security so well. She knew the one meter spot on the whole grounds that, that the security cameras wouldn't see. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is the person who was working with Sarah to take down this organization. Yeah. We just happened to, she happened to catch her at right that, at that perfect moment where working together, they could do this. Um, yeah, she was the last piece of the puzzle. She and Chuck yeah. were the last piece of the puzzle that Mary had been working towards this mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah. So that... and how much did you love that Chuck did this without using the intersect? I mean, he flashed on the Hydra at the very beginning, but the plan, mm-hmm. that was all him and office supplies. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and putting putting it all together, which you can see NBC has a little an exclusive up on their on their Chuck site mm-hmm. where you can actually go explore that big wall of cards and photos and strings. Yeah. Oh, speaking about that, we we didn't mention in the news um, about uh, there's a few uh, sites that NBC is putting up uh, Mm -hmm. relating to this. That's that's one of them. I think we mentioned a little bit last podcast about the, the, or was it just uh, on the site about the wedding? Yes, Um, that just went up last night. They emailed and let us break the news. Yeah. That chuckandsarahwedding.com is it's basically just a placeholder right now. And guys, don't give them too much grief that the lady in the wedding cake topper has brown hair. I mean, <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. They'll make it a little more customized as mm-hmm. it goes along. Fans, I tell you, you got to have it right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, they're intending to kind of let us go on this wedding planning journey with Chuck and Sarah, which I think is pretty cute. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then within the Chuck's Tactical Plan site on NBC.com slash Chuck is the Project ISIS files. Mm-hmm. And you can go in and, and check those out. There's a passcode that you have to get, and I'm not supposed to say what it is, but if you check the comments on ChuckTV.net on that article, you can find it uh, and get a little more intel. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, so, uh... you over yeah, so we had some some neat stuff in this episode. Now I was somewhat thrown when um, the Orion words came on Volkov's screen. I, know. Oh, um, I was so hoping that he was still there. But... Yeah, I I I was really really hoping that Papa B was was back in business. Um, but isn't it also as much as I miss Papa B? I really liked that it was, once again, we saw Chuck taking control and saying, I am Orion, you know, in the same way that he decided that he was going to be a spy. He made that choice. Yeah. Well, and I, th- I thought that made it all the more emotional because he was he was completing what his dad started. And he was here was the guy who um, ultimately took away his dad that um, I mean, even I didn't quite understand that but i think we'll understand that maybe a little more later but um he 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 really credits this guy for destroying his family because he took away his mom and that led his dad down a dark path or whatever um and and to see chuck bring that closure not only did he capture this guy but how he captured him was so cool yeah, I was really excited. Uh, I, I really thought for a while there when Chuck was laying down on the ground and Volkov had the gun pointing at him that he was going to flash and go into his, you know, um, supersonic mode. But I, I thought it was so much better that he didn't. But 
I didn't realize at the time that his confidence came from knowing his plan and everything was going according to his plan. So for me, I loved that scene. I, I just I just ate it up and I had chills. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, and it was um, it was really more classically structured than than perhaps some of the other episodes like this. This is what you would call in, in, in films an all is lost moment where um, where it appears like there's total and complete failure um, where where Chuck is down. Volkov has the gun to his face. There is an assassin in the hospital who's uh, killing Casey and he's right next door from his his sister and all the people he he loves um like he's got an execution plan for every single person that he that he loves um his his mom is apparently in custody and and all this stuff so um when when he then pulled out of it with his wits it was just so so amazing yeah and casey yeah, uh, oh. popping open and then showing the, the finger monitor. You know? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, um, that really got me when I when I I knew it couldn't be that he was actually dead because mm-hmm. I'd seen the photos for the next episode. But yeah. I just my brain was just couldn't. This does not compute. Wait, what is happening? What is happening? Yeah. yeah. But how much did you love that there were no bullets in that gun? <laughs> yeah. they, they told us. They told us earlier in the episode when Chuck told his mom, "We really need to talk about the benefits of a, of using trank guns." Yeah, and they told us yeah. that the gun would not be loaded when they said that. Well, that's the fun. Leave, but that's... I, it didn't cross my mind though because yeah. it's not loaded. Well, that's the fun thing with this episode. When you go back and watch it, there are so many things that they planted, like um, mm-hmm. like planting that bonsai there and talking about the fact that 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 he didn't bring a gun. And if you watch. Casey is showing them that thing on his finger um, like he's holding it up in front of the camera so that you make sure you, that you see that he's got yeah. that thing on his finger but they did the old slide of hand thing where they showed us the bonsai tree his other hand mm-hmm. and not the hand that had the monitor on it yeah so yeah that was uh, lots of cleverness oh and speaking of easter eggs we got paging Dr. Adler for no reason except it was funny <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There's no reason to do that except to give Ali Adler a shout out. Yeah. So, that was fun. Gotta, yeah. Props to this is a uh, Rick Edkins, Lauren LaFranc episode. Mm-hmm. And again, out of the ballpark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just they prove over and over, they prove that they were, they've been check fans all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all yeah, the little intricacies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chuck and Morgan at times. They could do amazing things, but they're still their bumbling selves, like g- grabbing the wrong guy and both of them knowing that it was really a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hell. We worked really hard. <laughs> oh. And then and Morgan, Morgan not morning anyway. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. And he, didn't he look like Gollum to you when he first came <laughs> on board the ship? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, wow. if I wonder if I Yeah, it was funny he did he yeah and then when he gets sarah gives him his coat her coat and Aww. oh yeah this is gonna be, <laughs> gonna be a little small uh-huh. <laughs> oh no he is there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was oh we got a settlers of Catan online shout out what's that I, uh, 
the Settlers of Catan online shout out. That's how they tracked down mm-hmm. uh, the, the engineer, the scientist. Yeah. Was through his his clan. Okay, I uh, I'm, I may be slightly addicted to that game. That's the game I play online. Oh yeah. Settlers of Catan. Yeah. It's in case you wanted to know, games.asobrain.com. Mm-hmm. And I apologize in advance for your lack of productivity. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we had some uh, some fun stuff like uh, Morgan's version of getting through the lasers. Yes. <laughs> Which I thought was fun, I, and and I I love that he ends up with his clothes off and he doesn't actually succeed. I don't understand why he had to take his clothes off. There's no, that well, it, it, basically the lasers cut his clothes off. Yeah. Okay. I they they were shredded. Yeah. Okay, but wasn't he wearing his wetsuit? Well, yeah. I guess so. But nothing under. That... So that's that's how <laughs> close those things came. Yeah. I would have thought his beard would be gone too. Uh-huh. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> Some slice marks, you know, here and there. Mm-hmm. Would, it would. Oh, we got Sarah and Casey calling each other by their first names. Yeah. When mm-hmm. when Casey was coming out of the coma, yeah. And he's saying pants, and you know, oh, he's never wore pants again. Uh, and he tells Chuck that Sarah, that, that came from Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then later on, when she sees that he's okay, and she calls him John. Mm-hmm. And we got the hug got edited out. Oh, oh, there was a hug. There had to have been a hug. You uh-huh. know that's what she's going in for. Yeah. I hope that's on the hard. <laughs> but I loved the exchange between uh, Casey and Alex. Mm-hmm. That was I thought that was extremely sweet. Um, I think she showed a bit of her father in her, you know mm-hmm. her. Well, I mean she did. She was pretty much channeling him. I'm not going anywhere. Um, she tells him, and um, I don't know. I just thought it was sweet. I liked it. For such a short time, you know, she just gets to know him, and uh, they've already got this bond. So, I don't know. And once again, Baldwin turns in an amazing performance. Mm -hmm. Very quiet, but powerful again. Yeah. I'm really loving what he's doing this season. Yeah. And now we should talk about the Jeffster song. (laughs) <laughs> which people were mixed about mo ryan thought it was their best yet um i i personally i don't know why it just rubbed me the wrong way um uh i don't know <laughs> i i thought it was sweet that they wanted to be a part of ellie birth that they felt like it was their right uh-huh and it was sort of their gift to her <laughs> even though she clearly didn't take it that way but you know, in their own way, it was a very sweet gesture. Mm-hmm. They and they got to mock the songs that are chosen for the show at the same time. Uh-huh. So, well, that yeah, it was it was the wedding all over again. Uh huh. I I expected them to go a cappella. Like I I expected Jeff to break out those little glasses again. And and remember when they sang that that song, um, just unplugged and actually sounded really good. Yeah, that would have been nice. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, salt and pepper. <laughs> Not really sure if that would have been an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> but but at, thought... at least the saving grace, and I think they were very wise how they did this. If people liked it, they liked it, and they knew if people didn't like it, that they could take joy in the fact that they were taken away by the police. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's the people actually dancing with them. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think Chester may actually have fans. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Oh, I thought it was funny. I mm. like the knock against Coldplay. Sorry. Uh-huh. I'm not a Coldplay fan. No. I it was it was a kind of a meta moment because we get so many indie bands on the show. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was funny, you know. And they are trying to do their part for the future music lovers, mm-hmm. you know. And there was a really nice little moment between Casey and Devin with when uh, they're in front of the baby room, and Casey <laughs> talks about how he wasn't there for his daughter. And and basically, uh, Casey just cuts through this fear that that Devin has, and and basically, it's like a little military thing. Like he's just like, get in there, do it. Yeah, and, it, and you could see the change come over Devin's yeah. face. I really, um, I really liked that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I thought it was hysterical that he was reacting the way he was. You know, with He's a doctor for crying out loud. It's not yeah. like it's something he didn't ever know about. So I mean, think it's just the fact that it was it was happening to him, and he was mm-hmm. the one. Being, well, you do get the sense that he's. Helder. You do and get the sense that play. he's obsessive compulsive. Oh yeah. Like well, he it, had his own chart, his mm. own little plan up on the wall. Yeah. For the, getting Ellie to the hospital, but apparently the CIA came instead and did it. Not sure, but he had all these different variations depending on the time of day, mm-hmm. what traffic light, so we, you know which route they should take, and keep the ga- the car full of gas at all times, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Devin, Devin's awesome when his world is a certain way. When it's his world gets shaken up, he goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I got a I got a nitpick just a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Ellie calling for Pitocin. That's an inducement drug. Oh, yeah? She was already in labor. Her contractions were 10 minutes apart. She was right on schedule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't need that. Yeah, that was a little oopsie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I have I have 10 nieces and nephews, nine of whom were delivered with no painkillers. So mm-hmm. there's a little gripe for me anyway. But really? Pitocin? No. Yeah. Call for an epidural. <laughs> you know, you're going to do anything. Yeah, I'm sure it was just a research oopsie. Yeah. yeah. It just, that was just one, this, you know, the tiny niggling thing out of a really good episode that just sticks in your brain because it's mm-hmm. like the only thing that's wrong. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but we got baby Clara. Yeah. And Mama B got to be in the room. Oh, which I was awesome. That. And know, when the nurse came out and said, are you family? And everybody, even Casey and Sarah, said yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy, holy tug at the heartstrings at the end. Yeah. 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 I kind of got teary eyed when, when they all, you know, made her go in, made Mama B go in. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, it, and it was just such a perfect moment with, I mean, Mama B was there. Like, this is the person that Ellie has just dreamed of having in her life for so mm-hmm. long. Um, Morgan and Casey and Alex are having I mean they're 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 coming together all of them the three of them in such an amazing way um and it's really cool to see actually like Casey's this guy who was just an island in the beginning of the series and yeah. and 
Morgan is more than anybody else. He looks up to him so much. Like the little comments that he makes about how there's nobody stronger than this guy and, and yeah. all that, all that kind of thing. And you know, I mean, Casey hears that stuff and Alex hears that stuff. And, and it's such a neat mix to see how he loves Casey so much that it it's helping him win Alex. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Morgan's helping Alex discover her dad in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it is a funny thing because initially you'd think Morgan is the guy that Casey would least want his daughter to be with. But then it, it we're seeing more and more and more how he's actually a great guy to bring everybody together. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking too is Morgan's evolution just in this season alone. Mm-hmm. Since he, you know, fell into Chuck's spy world, um, I don't know. I, I'm just really impressed, and he's become a character that I that's my favorite on the mm-hmm. show. Um, whereas in the beginning, he was just so annoying. In fact, I said it. You, I've said it before <laughs> on these podcasts that he annoyed the heck out of me. But I just I love him. I love when he he comes through for the team um, with his bits of you know little bits of wisdom mm-hmm. that you know he just you just sit there and go wow did that come out of morgan <laughs> yeah i think between being part of chuck's spy world and alex i think between those those two things he's really had a reason to mature finally mm-hmm. you know he's been drifting for so long and kind of stuck in the past and now he has a reason he's he has somebody to look up to. I mean, he's got his best friend, but he also has Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he sees Chuck being settled in this relationship with Sarah, you know, more or less now for sure. And it's, I think it's just given him kind of a kick in the pants he's needed to man up. Mm-hmm. Well, so, and, and it's and it's neat to see how in his fun way, he is actually growing in his spy skills too. Yeah. And the fact that as he's maturing, um, his friendship with Chuck didn't didn't take that fork in the road that might have happened that I thought was going to happen. I thought that Chuck would go way up here and and leave Morgan behind, you know, and Morgan would be stuck back with Jeffster. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. They had they had to bring Morgan along so that he could be Chuck's friend still. That's that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, and I like the way they did it. So. Well, yeah, and, and it was neat. It was neat that that Chuck obviously had the army right there, and yet Morgan was the guy who was operating the computer and putting the things together and and making it happen. So, yeah. um, I I don't know when we're ever going to hear General Beckman actually admit that Morgan is of value, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's coming. Know. Yeah, I mean, she finally admitted that Chuck and Sarah were a good team, so. Mm-hmm. Their yeah. feelings for each other were positive. Yeah. Well, and they they did just take down Volkov. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who is not dead? Yeah. Yay! I'm so glad they did not kill him off. Yeah. I have to. Well, and I I love about him as a villain that um more than more than any other villain that I remember seeing in a long time, where he just doesn't do what you would expect. Like even mm-hmm. just in, in the in the really delightful reactions he has in, in a room like when 
he doesn't kill Mama Bartowski because he wants her to see this whatever. It, it's like it's it's uh, it's evil, but it's sort of in it with a twist on it, yeah. which is so well, neat. He's standing there giving orders while eating an ice cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> or 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 killing his his guy because he laid a hand on the person who just betrayed him. On yeah. his frost. Yeah. Oh, that that really caught me. My frost. You yeah. Yes. Touch and when frost. they're doing that video chat on the phone, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just <frosted laughs> to me. He's like, I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. The things she's had to put up with for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, but she didn't die and neither did he. So I'm really excited because I was really worried that they would kill her off. And I'm totally loving her linda mm. hamilton in this role i adore yeah. her in this role which which makes you wonder where they're gonna go for the next 11 i do wonder that well I mean, maybe we should head to spoilers then maybe <laughs> yeah i guess i i guess we um we've talked about pretty much everything that that uh uh proposal we covered in the end we covered clara mm-hmm. um sarah pre- got to throw a knife finally yeah <laughs> and uh the preview for next week i guess we can cover in the spoiler section we we usually talk about yeah. that uh here but ah, might as well let's let's yeah. uh support people's right to be spoiler free okay um and oh and it, i i do want to apologize i did call for people's um comments and just because of some scheduling issues uh we're gonna have to leave the comments out for this time but please do please do send your comments in your suggestions your uh, comments about the episodes, both Chuck episodes, and also thoughts for where you think things are heading and all kinds of stuff like that. Send them in. Yeah. But first, uh, we got to thank our sponsors. And now we want to thank our sponsors, ielabs.com, makers of award-winning ActionBlue AVCHD conversion software, which offers full HD videos on regular DVD discs. It even works with HD clips with, from the newest iPhone 4. You can get your free trial of the software at ielabs.com. We also want to thank moviemorons.com for supporting Check versus the podcast. Movie Morons is a podcast all about film, so if you are inclined to find out what movies you should be watching this fall, check out moviemorons.com. And SyrianJunkies.de. We want to thank them for supporting us as well. Hello, this is Christina Caramel from Serien Junkies TV. Are you addicted to TV shows? Be our guests and learn the latest news and reflections on what's going on in the world of TV series. Well, our show is in German, but maybe you want to drop in anyway? Then visit www.serienjunkies.de and watch out for our video podcast. See you. And we're back. And so this is the point in the episode where we start to wrap things up. Um, one little plug that I wanted to make is uh, I just got word actually from a Chuck fan who heard it from Adam Baldwin, who is not Canadian, but somehow he uh, tweeted that uh, they the internet rules are changing in Canada in a couple of weeks, and internet fees are going way up to the tune really? of uh, my estimate, rough estimate, is that it's going to cost about $500 more per year to run the podcasts. So, um, Holy cow! Yeah, like hugely up. Uh, basically, any anything more than twenty five gigs of bandwidth uh, use, usage per month, they they bill you something like two dollars per gig, which, um, if you know tech terms, is is a lot. 
Um, and I'm so start hosting in the U.S., Greg. Yeah. Um, well, it's not just hosting, like all the all the uploading and, and when we do the podcast yeah. recording and, and that kind of thing. So uh, I do want to remind you that there are lots of ways that you can support the podcast. Um, you can whenever you buy things at Amazon.com, just start with ChuckPodcast.com and there's links that can take you to the full Amazon.com site or Amazon.ca and uh, the purchases that you make can um, give a little kickback to us. Watch the podcast on blip.tv, chuckpodcast.blip.tv or else um, in the web browsers at, at chucktv.net or other places. And uh, also uh, donations are, you don't know how much donations help. They help tremendously. Even a tiny donation um, goes a long, long way. And also, hey, if, if you want to sponsor the podcast, if you have a product to advertise, we'd, we'd love to have your support. It will help to cover this really bizarre fee. Gives me another reason to move to the States, which I am definitely yeah. planning on doing. So uh, that's the plug. Uh, if, if, if you want to find out all the, all the ways you can support, just go to chuckpodcast.com. And there's a link um, to find out all the ways that you can support the podcast. And we do appreciate it. That's right. And remember, if you have any questions or comments to share, please email us at mail at chuckpodcast.com. Be sure to join us on chucktv.net on Monday, February 7th, for the live chat during the next new episode. We have lots of fun in there. Mm-hmm. And make sure you do watch Chuck Live, even though we did blame the weather this week. It would be a real shame if we have low ratings next week. So do watch Chuck Live Monday night at 8. And now we have the point in the podcast where... We talk about spoilers, so you can pull your headphones out. And I actually don't want to hear spoilers. Um, I I had my experience this week with spoilers where um, Josh Schwartz spoiled just a little my enjoyment of the episode. So I'm going to take my own headphones out. And I'm not going to do the spoiler section this time. So I'm going to say bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye. Bye. See you next week. What a goober. <laughs> All right. So we have the official synopsis for Check Episode 414, Check versus the Seduction Impossible, which airs Monday, February 7th. The team gets to Morocco to save one of their own. John Larroquette returns as Roan Montgomery. Linda Hamilton and McKenna Melvin also guest star. In need of an exciting new mission, Chuck, Sarah, and Casey are sent to Morocco to rescue Roan Montgomery. Meanwhile, Chuck and Sarah are at odds over their future plans. And back home, Morgan prepares to meet Alex's mom as Mary bonds with her family. Sarah Lancaster, Ryan McPartland, and Benita Frederici also star. Mm-hmm. And... If you saw the preview after this week's episode, there's also that very funny moment where they're spying on, uh, I guess, the mission in Morocco with the belly dancers. And Sarah mm-hmm. says, I just want to make one thing clear. I will at no point during this mission will I be wearing a belly dancing costume. And then they cut to her wearing a belly dancing costume for check. <laughs> <laughs> so I oh. think she's wearing it in private and not as part of the mission. So, yeah, the point stands. Yeah. Yeah, but the old yeah. funny role play. She she looked good. She did. Well, she always looks good. I know. Uh, yeah, and then Roan's back and Chuck's glad. I like that guy. So well, he. I would. do too. It's gonna be it's interesting perfect. to see why he needs rescuing. Yep. And Roan. what he thinks about 
newly engaged Chuck and Sarah. Because mm-hmm. if you yeah. remember, the first time around, he kind of goaded them into their first real kiss, like their first we're not dying kiss, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he had a lot of insight into what was going on with the two of them. So I wonder if he'll be gloating. I'm sure there'll be just a little bit of that. Well, TVLine.com has a new interview with Schwartz and Fedek, who all, who answered some questions about um, about the episode this week, and they dropped some clues about what's coming up. So here's the highlights from that. First of all, Sarah did say yes to Chuck's proposal, in case you didn't see that little hug at the end of the episode. Um, that meant yes. She also said it, too. <laughs> yes. If you watch her lips, you can see it. You can see it. Um Mama B and Volkoff will uh, will be part of the back 11. They are going to be in a uh, multi-episode arc, a few of them, a couple of them. Yeah. Sweet. So, I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I don't mind being spoiled about that. No. They did not might confirm it, but it sure sounds like uh, Vivian is Volkoff's daughter. Vivian mm-hmm. is not part of a love triangle with Chuck and Sarah, although her interaction with them sounds like it's going to be more than just superficial. Robin Givens' character, who first appears in 4.16, is not only she's not only making Casey an offer he can't refuse, she has secrets that even Beckman doesn't know. Hmm. Yikes. Beckman doesn't know some secrets? Well, if you remember, Robin Givens' character is a director with the National Clandestine Service with the CIA, and Backman is with the NSA. So apparently there's information that they haven't been sharing, inter-agency sharing. I don't know. I'm intrigued. Oh, what would that mean? I don't know. I see another game changer. Drink! (laughs) In the works. I think so. Okay, I was really listening. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, 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 I just have to mention that a very astute fan saw on IMDb that Vivian is listed as Vivian Volkov. Yeah, but anybody can go in and put that information in. That's true. That's true. So don't take that as rock solid, but it sure is sounding that way. I mean, ever uh-huh. since she was in her people have been suggesting, you know, speculating that she is a, a Volkov. Mm-hmm. So. Could be a red herring. Could be. Could be like the gobbler. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I am back in the spoiler section, but... Part uh... <laughs> <laughs> of me. Yeah, so uh, I guess that is all we have for this week. And I can't yep. wait to see next week. I do love Roan. Though I do, I do think it will be a lighter episode... Um, which we probably need a little bit of lightness, and then we'll get back into the mythology after that. Mm-hmm. The next two episodes are supposed to be kind of lighthearted, standalone, like honeymooners type episodes, mm-hmm. and then we'll move back into the mythology for the last nine. Yep, nine mm-hmm. eleven no- episodes left. Nothing wrong with lightness, nope. especially on Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So uh, I guess that's all we have. So. um I guess the snowstorm would have blown over by the time you get this podcast, but uh, if not, be safe as you drive and uh, be safe as you walk. My wife actually slipped on the ice a couple of times in the last couple of days. Um, So be safe wherever you are, and the best way to be safe is cuddled up on your couch watching Chuck. Yeah. 
great. Yeah. So on that note, bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye.